Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! He's bound to die, loaded up and trucking. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm he's bound up, watch on bandit run. Welcome in. Thursday edition. It's our last show of the week. Three dudes with a view tomorrow morning inside Middle Tennessee with Jim Ross. This time, this station. And we will be back with you on Monday. I am dude number three, Del Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, is in the studio. How's it going, Del? Good morning. Good the morning. best beard in Columbia. <laughs> there we go. Dude <laughs> number does. one, Mr. Jim York. How you doing? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. All right. Now, regular special guest dude, Debbie Matthews. Good morning. I got my lemon shirt on, so I'm feeling good. There we go. And regular special guest dude, Chris Chumley. How you doing, man? Good morning, everybody. It's a good day, Delk. Why is that? I don't know. I woke up singing. It's a good day. It's a good we day. We got football today. Football, that's yeah. Football's today. A rare Thursday, Thursday. night football yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. And that's because the... Um, Official shortage. Shortage of, shortage of refs. So, uh, so TWSWA is requiring each team to play a Thursday night game to spread the refs out. Correct. Yes, so, sir. Yep. So tonight, Columbia Central will be playing who? Dixon County. Oh, that's okay. going to be a good game. And that will be broadcast on our sister station, WKRM 103.7. Coverage starts. What time, Clayton? About 6. Uh, Coach Bobby Sharp show will start at 6.30, and uh, Lewis and I will be on the air about 6.40, 6.50, something like that. Okay. And it, it, you and Lewis are calling the game. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. There we go, folks. Is that a home game, Clayton? Is that a home game off away? It is. It's at home at Lindsey Nelson Stadium out at Murray County Park. So we, we'll be at home there this evening. So looking forward to it. Hopefully the weather will cooperate. I think we'll be okay. It should. All right, folks. Now, let's see. Chris, you uh, – you you had something on your mind. Tell us what it is. Well, tomorrow is August 26th. Tomorrow is the uh, one-year anniversary of the Kabul bombing, um, one of the worst government operations in my lifetime, That's if the, not the worst. Kabul, in, Afghanistan, we're talking about the... the and we had a lot of the Biden withdrawal from Afghanistan. Yeah, we had a lot of military lives lost that day because of ignorance, incompetence, incompetence that come from the White House. It was Trump's fault. Listen. Oh yeah, it was Trump's fault. If we I'm going go, go, to go ahead, go ahead, get that out there. It was Trump's. It was Trump's fault. Trump. That Trump, couldn't Trump, be determined Trump, by anybody no. what was going to happen at, on that Trump agreement, and it happened. I'm sorry. No, no, lives, no, no, no. If you ever get an opportunity to sit down and speak to Senator uh, Haggerty, I got to see him once because, as the ambassador to Japan, he went through the steps on if he had to evacuate the island of Japan. 
when he was ambassador. And they have plans that are uh, rock solid without a problem. And he goes into how none of that was followed in Afghanistan. It was one of the most compelling the hours I have ever spent. So we need to get Senator Haggerty in here to talk specifically about the failure of Afghanistan. We don't need Senator Haggerty mm-hmm. to yes, tell we do. us anything about that. Yes, I, I, t- I tell you what, Mr. <laughs> York. An agreement that was made by Trump. That does not mean you executed. Here, here we go. Yes. Yes. Look at here, yes. Mr. York. We we in here we do not need him to come speak to us about it. The White House needs him to come speak because obviously they don't know what they're doing they do not you know well, the girls trying to a girl scout troop and me could have designed to get out of there better administration that never had the country that they were implementing a plan to be involved in the plans and you making plans with outlaws the taliban what do you expect chris listen we could have held that country and 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 done a formal Retreat, not retreat, but a withdrawal. Debbie, you know nothing I, about war. You you don't you can't even spell war. So don't tell me what strategic plan you're gonna use. You've never been in the military. No, but I trust our military, and I know that they know what they're doing. And that was well, not an American the best withdrawal. That they could under the circumstances. No, that's, that's Joe Biden's excuse of wringing his hands. No, absolutely not, Jim. And we should be, if that's the case, we should be firing everybody saying that was unacceptable. Yeah. That's a situation that was complicated from the get-go. All all military people will tell you that, and it couldn't be determined that what was going to happen. Nobody knew they were going to put a bomb in the middle of of an evacuation. That's not when the issue started. It was at the beginning of the withdrawal, Jim. I mean, yeah, it when fell Trump apart. made the deal, when no. Trump made there the deal, it is. When, when Trump, Trump, we all, Trump, Trump, we all knew that it was time to Clayton, leave Afghanistan. Clayton turns out you're right. It's I know, Trump's it's fault, like, even though he had left office seven months before. And, and, and I forgot to, to have, you know, gas is still going down, so I have not had my daily thank you to Vladimir yeah. Putin That's right. for lowering yeah. gas. You you thank got, you, Vlad. You thank got, you, Vlad. You just got a $100 raise. Isn't that what they said Vladimir Putin driving down gas prices, shooting rockets over at the Ukraine yesterday. Way to go, Vlad. Dropping that oil prices because you know what? When oil, gas was going up, it wasn't Biden. It was Vladimir Putin's fault. So now that they're going down, we'll thank Vladimir Putin. We'll thank Vladimir Putin for the gas prices you dropping. You said it was Biden's fault when the gas was high. Now it's not Biden's fault. I'm just, I, I, I'm, I, I'm just repeating what you're saying, Mr. York. You said it was Putin, so I'm thanking Putin for the lower gas prices. Everything that's happening right now. That's what you said. Not just Putin. It was the refineries. We got five refineries that's never been online in the last five years. That's part of the problem. Then you know gas increases every summer. I like how, I like how gas is strategically going down right before elections. Absolutely. And now I, I just posted on Facebook. Oh, let's give everybody money for their student loans. Let all the other taxpayers, but Democrats <laughs> come out and vote for blue in November because I'm gonna I'm gonna give you more recess. I'm gonna give you more snacks. And I'm gonna pay off your student loans. And I'm gonna use the strategic oil reserve of the United States, your oil, to lower the price of yeah. gas and give your oil back to you. Yeah, but, so let's Chris, let's look at this on Bill November said 10th. We were a given nation. What happened to that? Now everybody's in their own corner, right? Well, we can't give. For, I mean, we can't just give to everybody. Okay, I'm all for helping people that need help. But you're well, telling you me 40 million people. Americans can't pay their student loans? 
when you how many people who have instill paying a student loan something's wrong with the whole program isn't it funny that joe biden you know joe biden and i went to school when when college wasn't that expensive i paid i think the most 185 dollars a semester for 18 or 19 hours in the science industry it wasn't that expensive then but now college has gone out the window so there's a combination of things we need to do to help struggling New millennials, the the middle class that's trying to make a good living. And why, why aren't these universities and colleges, you know, out there saying, you know, we need to lower our prices? They're not saying that because the federal that's government, good, that, because the federal government good. is going to give them as much, mu- give loans out for as much. It's just like when government got involved with health care, it drove prices up there, yes. and Mr. now it's happening. In how, the, much, with, how much is UT paying their coaching staff? Clayton, that's one of the reasons. Oh, oh, Mr. York, that is the most absurd thing I've ever heard. For you to sit there and say they're raising, they're raising tuition because of football coaches. How about the build? Hey, hey, how about the buildings that are being built on campuses because of TV contracts and revenue brought in by fans? That that's what's happening. These these colleges have all these new buildings on campuses because of these billion dollar TV contracts they get. It has nothing to do with tuition prices going up. You know, as far to have to pay for that, it's just absurd. Okay. Look, Mister that, Mr. Mr. York, I got something I got to say. All right, David. so so the this tax incentive thing that passed, you know, the Green New Mini Deal that went through, uh, it offered a seventy five hundred. Uh, voucher for you if you bought an electric car. Well, what happened the next day? Ford raised their electric car $8,500. So even with your voucher, you're going to pay $10,000, $1,000 more. This is what the government does. I understand every school yesterday went up ten grand immediately. Mr. York, I, Mr. York, I agree with you. Mr. York, I agree with you. College is very expensive. I agree. It's through the roof. <laughs> Yes. However, now, however, giving free money to everybody is not going to solve the problem. That's not you, going to solve the problem. That's just raising it even more. Well, and to be more rational about it, I saw a study yesterday where uh, Miss York, in, in our lifetime since we were in college in the 70s, uh, during that period of time since then, the cost of college, the tuition, has gone up at five times the rate of inflation. Now, that's dramatic. You know, not the rate of inflation, not not the same, going up the same amount as everything else. It's college, college costs have gone up at five times the rate of inflation. The Federal Reserve Bank of, of New York uh, did a study to try to figure out why that was true, and it came back to student loans the colleges charge whatever the students got that's what the college is going to charge that's right and so you give a student loan for x amount then that's what the college tuition is going to be yeah. and um so people got ten thousand yesterday as a credit and the price went up ten thousand today that's the way and, it works and when obama was in office he changed the method no. that students were getting a loan that the banks were the mediators and making all the killing and now it's the federal government that yes. charges the loan directly. He now. took the private sector completely are they, out. Can, of are it. they making the killing now? Yeah, yeah, we can be happy about that, can't we? Yeah, no, federal government's still, making the killing. There's a lot of people who have gone to college and still paying student loans, and and it's no fault of theirs. I, I think it's the co- that the inflation, like Delk said, the cost of things. 
you got to pay instructors more you got to build new buildings new doms and 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 it just costs more and and yeah when you try it doesn't to cost five times the rate of inflation more is yeah. Mr. once York. the government gets it's involved, just like it's just like we want to pay population that's struggling you know everybody can say look at their family and say right now that their their offspring's life won't be as good as your life now because of the cost and the way things are going so yeah why the why don't the federal government just help some of the students? Twenty three million, twenty four million students. They said yes, it would help, help up to forty bit. million students. Yeah, but if you make well, over a certain good. amount that's of money, good. even though you're paying more taxes, you don't get help. So up to one hundred twenty five thousand, I think that's the deal. Now this is the sticky wicket of it all. Is when Joe Biden was senator in Maryland, they were trying to pass some credit card reform, and a part of that credit card reform, Joe Biden himself made it a point that. It said, if you take out student loans, you can never declare bankruptcy. Regardless of how bad your life is, blah, 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 these student loans will never be a part of a bankruptcy. You are stuck for the rest of your life. And now today, he's giving money away on it. And yeah, the, but why is that so, Debbie? Because you're paying for votes. Student, he's paying for votes is what he's doing. But you cannot file bankruptcy can on file. a student Alex loan. Jones can file you can, you cannot file bankruptcy on a student loan. Debbie's it right is, about it with you the rest of your life, period. But I'm saying, why can Alex Jones file bankruptcy and a student can't file bankruptcy? No, a student can file bankruptcy on all their other debts. But when your student loan debt is there for life. And that is a Joe Biden thing that he That's passed. What I said. No, that student loan, it never can go off your credit. There's no way to file bankruptcy off a student well, loan. What, what he proposed yesterday, was that an executive order? Yeah. yeah. So it, so it, 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 there's no passing it. Through. Nobody, to nobody even got to vote on it. Well, that, that, I, I just had someone text me, and they're, they're saying they doubt it passes, but. No, it's, no, it's, no. it's, it's, it's done. It's order. Yeah, it's done. it's done. Now, they think that the Supreme Court will overturn at some point. I wonder if he'll give farmers any money for the gas prices. Well, the farmers well, got a trove of money from Trump, didn't you, uh, Chris? What about Trump? I say, didn't he give you a trove of money when he put the tariff on China? Didn't he give y'all a trove of money in the farmers? Uh, it was better. Yeah. It was much better. Don't worry, Putin's lowering gas prices. We'll all be okay. <laughs> and he took over a nuclear site today, which is a problem, by the yeah, way. Yeah, and, you know, federal government wastes billions on student loans newsflash. Yet again, you know, I mean, uh, that's that what's, what's going to happen with Casada up there, uh, Delk? I want your view on that when we come back off break. Okay. I mean, I, I gave it to you yesterday. Yeah, I'll give it right. to you again today. That's right. That's right. All right, we're breaking. Parks Motor Sales in Columbia has a large assortment of quality new and pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, a trusted sales staff, and financing plans that fit any budget. Visit Parks once and you'll quickly discover why people all over Middle Tennessee have been buying vehicles there for more than 60 years. And factory-certified technicians can service and repair your vehicle as long as you own it. Go to ParksMotorSales.com or stop by the lot at 919 Nashville Highway and take a test drive today. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. 
You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. We're going to do what they say can't be done. We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound up. Watch our bandit run. All right, we're back. Three dudes with a view. I'm dude number three, Del Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? Doing well, Joe. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Dell. Good morning, crew. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Miss York. And regular special guest dude, Debbie Matthews. How are you? Good morning. Doing fine. And regular special guest dude, Chris Chumley. How you doing? Good morning, everybody. All right. Trump did it, folks. There we go. <laughs> Whatever it is, Trump did it. Um, that's the standard answer. <clears throat> that is correct. Well, except Putin got the price of gas down. Right? Co- correct. P- Putin did drop gas prices, so... 
that's where we're at today. Well, it, yeah, they're not buying as much from him anymore. Europe is trying to wean itself off of Russian gas. Which, if they had listened to Trump, you know, they would have never been on it in the first place. They told him. He told them, don't get in bed with Russia on your gas, or this is going to happen. And it happened. So let's say something that Trump, Trump did do. Trump might be funding Russia a little bit. Oh, my Lord, Jim. Oh, 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 oh. oh my Lord. Oh, my Lord. My he head just exploded. A, he seems to think my head is just a, exploded. It's a forever coming. He's, he uh, never talked bad about Putin. Everybody else, Trump, blasted. He never said a mumbling word about Putin. That is not never. true. That he he put more sanctions on Putin than any other that president. Is, that ever is had. just wing that stuff. He didn't he put no sanctions. He did on Putin. absolutely. You know, you, you believe need to... Putin over his national security team. That 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 is that's just crazy town. I mean, no, that's the truth. That was televised. I'm on the air. You're gonna have to come over. Do that. We told him. So I walked my parking spot. Delk's in trouble with All the police. Right, folks. <laughs> the Columbia Police Department here all, is here demanding that I get off the air and move my truck. So uh, I guess you better uh, go move it. Yeah, I guess I. Or we're going to have to be taking a collection the from the Gestapo. Is here. Uh, I'm, I'm going to blame Putin. Yeah, they, yeah, they or maybe go, Trump. They go I don't to know. Church yeah, with you, uh, yeah. Hey, uh, local, they go to church with you. Yeah, uh, yeah, and Chief Alsop, uh, you got one here who doesn't really know how to make friends and uh, <laughs> he could have waited, make friends and and treat people correctly. Oh, uh, don't don't uh, don't blast Chief, the blue now, Chief Alsop. I, I'm going to go out and get his name. Let you know who it is. Yeah, don't bash <laughs> well, the blue. Do you want me to move it, Delk? No, I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> so come on, Clayton. I, I was going to ask Delk a good question about the Casada incident. I, Kind of like what just happened. Were those folks that uh, arrested him? No, listen, don't talk about arrest right now. It was a little unheard. Were they local people that actually go? Yeah, that was a little <laughs> that weird. A police church with yeah. people that they arrested. Yeah. Um, well. Anyway, I you know I think I think Casada's in big trouble, and you know. It's not like this is news. I mean, he's had his issues, mm-hmm. and you know, I think a lot and of people that knew him knew this too, was. Right? I think a lot of people knew that this was going to come eventually. How long has this been going on, though? I mean, it's been years. This Since investigation, they've been right? Investigating the seventeen on that voucher scandal. Yeah. So, so, um, so, I don't, I don't know as much about it as I can. I'm a little bit still a little stunned about what just occurred. Aren't you, Chris? I mean, oh, you can't say anything. Well, <laughs> don't get tricked. As someone that might I be mean, your next mayor, that, I just think that that was really, really, as much as Dell promotes this city, you know, he they could have they could have knocked and said, "Hey, somebody's on the sidewalk." When you get to a break, step out and move move your car. I think he's parked there for forty years, hasn't he? It's a funny thing. But, so but, anyway, but see that that goes no, to show you that no, as much no. as we applaud those local officials in our city and talk about how they do things always right, every now and then somebody snaps up. It was, um, yeah, and it, this was definitely a snap up. Well. I, I get it, so and I'm not opposed you know, to nobody. You have to praise people with caution. I, no, listen, I'm just, uh, you know, I know it probably took him off. He probably didn't understand what was going on in here on the radio, right? So, so anyway, but that's okay, I guess. 
But, you yeah, know, it, it is the door public was service. Open, so he just busted in, huh? Yeah. Yeah, well, the door was open. The door, he came open, and then he came to the studio. The door was open because, you know, and uh, anyway, so Delk's out moving his truck. Uh, he's parked up under the tree, I think, at the Episcopal Church. So I don't know if he's upset somebody or not. But anyway, so. Delk might be. He might be angry. He might have drove all the way home. <laughs> hey, it, it, nothing nothing would surprise me after De- uh, Drake stormed out of here that morning and slammed the door, if y'all remember that. Yeah. Man, that was that was good radio. I was that like, was. That was good. <laughs> and, and Ron Hart said, maybe there's a taco truck out front. I still laugh about that. But anyway, so so we are we are waiting for the uh, guys to come back and – and, uh, what else we got? I'm, I'm flipping through the daily. Well, the Herald thing is, here. is what that well, I was looking at Citizen Free Press this morning. And they're talking yeah, about I'm, Putin. I'm, had, I'm, uh, the, Putin has taken over a nuclear facility, and they're trying right now to get U.S. people in there to take a look at it. Uh, I think they took over the Ukrainian. Uh, Putin. Putin is trying to get U.S. Into the nuclear facility? Did you? No, that, I think the, I think Russian <clears throat> Russia took over Ukraine's nuclear facility yesterday. Something happened yeah. with that, they, so they've they been now teasing have a, with that. They've been teasing with that facility for for weeks or months now. Well, I was going to say, they, is that the they, same they, one? They've taken over. They yeah. They took it over today, so they're trying to get people in there to inspect. <clears throat> so, um, anyway, so have you all heard about the lady that went to the Nashville? Uh, prison and passed a balloon of amphetamines to uh, her, her significant other, and he swallowed it and died, and yes. they charged her with murder? I did hear that. I did hear that. And She gave know. him a de- a kiss of death. She passed it through by kissing him, the balloon full of amphetamines. See, I don't understand wow. how she didn't die, though. That's the thing. I don't. It understand. was in a balloon in her yeah, mouth. Yeah, but... Okay. But, but somehow the so balloon he broke it. burst when, he, when it went in him. Well, that's just uh, <clears throat> that, that well, that's the reason they're in prison the first time. A level of addiction in this country, a level of addiction in our country, in our yeah. state, you know. So uh, if you want to do, do stuff like that, if you want to do one great thing for this nation, Jim, you close the border to keep it from coming in easily. I saw a video. Uh, the border uh, doesn't help. I mean, I saw know, a video you yesterday. Uh, you know, of course, I take everything with a grain of salt that's on social media, but it looked like. Uh, Three Border Patrol agents were, and, and it said that uh, they were human traffickers, I guess like what some right. people would say, like a coyote, that were right. smuggling people over the border. Right. And they didn't have weapons. Right? All they had was like a little club. And so they are fighting these traffickers with a club. Right. And these traffickers, let's just be... Well, these how, how could a border agent... like? I couldn't do that if you didn't. If you didn't give me some kind of weapon against human traffickers at the southern border, I couldn't do it. Right, a club. Well, most most of them have walked off. Are, are armed, though, Chris? I don't know what that was, but most border patrol are armed. Didn't you know? What was it that uh, I, I? I'm not stirring the pot here. I'm. <laughs> I'm actually asking. I thought the Biden administration took a lot of weapons away. They did. No. 
No, they did. They, didn't do they that. made it, and they spread I mean, them if you're out border so thin. Patrol, you're a border patrol person. <laughs> what was what no, was the they, big? There was a big to do. Uh-huh. Uh, what a few months ago about something with the Biden administration and the border patrol. Well, what was that? They took border patrol agents off the border and actually put them into the the sites where they were the facilities to process people. So there's less people on the border. And of course, in San Diego right now, south of San Diego in Tijuana, there's a full cartel war going on. So this is for us to just think that this is just playtime for Barney. These cartels in Mexico, this is a big deal. And well, well, they're trying to see in here. A lot of shenanigans are going on at border. When you got a whole truckload of 51 people past two checkpoints and, and wind up killing 51, something's going on. Uh, insider deal or something's happening at that border. So it's very complex. It's not simple. Close the border and we'll stop this. No, you're not. You've never been able to close the border and stop anything. I don't. I don't think we. I don't. If we close the border, I don't think we necessarily stop it. But I think it's a tremendous help. Yeah, I mean, you got more drugs coming in through Florida, and you got almost through through the. I mean, I'm all for stopping that too. I, I'm all for border security. Canada, Mexico. The Atlantic, Pacific. That's right. I'm for all of right. it. Right. Yeah, you got planes landing every day in Florida, bringing all kind of drugs into this country. No, no, guys, wait. We have a breaking news story. Delk is back in. Delk has joined us back. This is the breaking news story. Talk about how you know we all try. Easy, Delk. Did you upset somebody? We all try to support the police, and then these young whippersnappers do something like this, and people like me end up being on a jury sooner or later, and. Chief also, this is, you know, you I don't know, I don't know how you... Uh, you could have got shot, Dale. Well, let me, let me just tell you what happened, folks. I mean, I've, most <laughs> of you have probably seen my truck. I mean, I've been what Clayton the past eight or nine months. I, months, maybe even a year. Mm-hmm. Maybe I've parked over uh, there. On the, I've been here almost two years, and you've been under oh, there the whole time. I parked my red truck over there off the sidewalk at, at St. Peter, off the road. You know, Walker Street is a, is a back road, and... I, best I can tell, nobody's paid much attention in how anybody's parked on Walker Street because there's hardly any traffic on Walker Street. And I've been parked. Most of you have seen my red truck. You've drive, driven by and seen it. It's it's usually been parked over there, sort of off the road on the sidewalk towards St. Peter's. And all of a sudden, this young Columbia police officer comes <laughs> busting in here where I'm on the air and saying, you've got to move it right now. Yeah, and I said, "Mister, I'm, I'm on the air. I'll move it. We get off the air, you know. No, you got to move it right now, and or I'm going to have it towed." And so I got up, went over there, and um, fortunately, by that time, I, I think I'm not sure what happened, but a supervisor showed up, and <laughs> yeah, uh, they did. Yeah, I bet they and, did. Uh, and what did they say? Well, he still wasn't uh, warm and fuzzy, but well, they never. They're not supposed to be. <laughs> Well, I, you know, You're almost a criminal, Dale. Yeah, no, it's too bad your last name's not Pelosi. But, Dale. You would have gotten. You know, if, you, folks, if your last name had been York, you'd have been on the ground with well, your hands first, above your head. First, first of all, he said we have it documented that we talked to you about parking here a few days ago, and that is on Monday. He said absolutely untrue. Yeah. I mean, if if any police officer had talked to me about where my truck was parked and said it, I couldn't park it there, it would have been parked there. Who called yeah. in, Delk? Somebody called. Yes, in. you've. you've You've upset somebody at the Episcopal somebody Church. in front of in, at well, somewhere. You, you, you know, got to pay your tithes, buddy. Like I said, but this is—I mean, you know—I'm sitting over here looking at Chris Chumley, who is a you know a city employee as well, <laughs> and 
you know, don't get Chris in that. The next, no, I mean, the next time they want to raise taxes to give police officers a raise, or if I'm Hire serving more. on a civil jury of, of some type or a criminal jury, you know, that's going to be. I'm going to remember this. No, you're going to be excluded, Del. They, they, all they had to do is say, Mr. Kennedy, will you please move your truck and right. don't park it there again? And I would have said, yes, sir. I want to know why they said somebody talked to you on Monday. I have no that's, idea. That's bizarre. I have, Did I, they I, just maybe walk in and whoever was standing here just say, they need, we need to move the truck? And they didn't talk I mean, to us. We can speculate as to that, but I mean, Coach Lyle's sitting here going, no, they didn't talk to me. It's He's usually remember. the one who's at the front desk. That's right. And... Uh, and no, nobody, no police officer or anybody else talked to me about where my Did truck. Did they say they had that written down on Monday? Yeah, they, they said they had it documented. And I said, no, that's well, just isn't true. You need a Freedom of Information Act to get that document. I'm not, that's not worth my time. <laughs> well, but, uh, there's people and, out there that but, would do that for you. But then, you know, this this police officer says, well, you know, the supervisor finally says, well, you, you, we moved the truck. He didn't say, please. And I said, of course I'm going to move the truck. I mean, nobody's I've been had parked here for months. Nobody's said a thing. And um, I think it's been more like a year. But yeah, yeah. no, it's been yeah. it's been long. It's and been long. Columbia it's been Chief of Police Delk Kennedy needs an explanation about the actions taken no, this morning. Police officers, police spot. officers need to understand that on these, you know, they're not the law, and and. People like what? me, people like me who are parked on a sidewalk are not major criminals. We're just, I'm just a 66 year old man. People, what? I don't like to walk a long way, so I park as long. Yeah. It's a, sl- as close it's a, it's to a slow cell. day at the office for him. Yeah, yeah. But why treat me rudely? You know, yeah. why be commanding? And then the fellow said, "Okay, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. I'll give him <laughs> this. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. Uh, the uh, uh, I'll I'll I'll." If you say that you weren't born two days ago on Monday, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got a message from Drake, y'all. Drake says, people, Drake says I forgot to tell Delp the police told me Monday. I forgot to tell Delp the police told me Monday this truck needed to be parked elsewhere. As Drake Collins. He was here Monday. He was here he Monday. Was here hey, Monday. Hey, Drake, the taco truck is out front trying to see but, if you need a taco truck. Drake's no. at the meeting three laughing right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, the, the next time police officers come in here saying they need a raise or you no. know, the community needs more cooperation, I, I actually, they, need, they need to roll this back in their head. I'm a 66-year-old man. I haven't had a ticket for anything Don't in years. No All they had to do was say, Mr. Kennedy, will you please move your truck once your show is over? And that would have been the end of it. Some Americans get treated this way every day. Well, Mr. York, we've all had we've all had issues like that. But I actually also need we need to think that that police hey. officer he's he is on guard for a reaction immediately. The, that out of the gate because what he deals with every well, I mean, day. I'm so, sure people I, don't. Yeah, uh, I mean, he so he was, he was on guard. He was on guard, and that was and his first goes, reaction. And Absolutely. this is the supervisor. Supervisor goes, if I see this truck parked here again, I'm gonna, I'm gonna charge you with a with lying to police officers. What? Yeah, you know, because I denied that. Uh, that I'd been told I'll, to move my I'll truck on my mind. That's court, ridiculous. Del. Do they know that you were a federal prosecutor? <laughs> I'll defend you if you go to court, Del. Well, that okay, Mr. York, I appreciate that. It's just you know, community relations. If you I'm want the support say of the, I'm a win. if you want the support of the community, this is not how yeah. you treat people. Well, 
I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to shop with those two cops. They were a little grouchy this morning. No, I wouldn't want to shop with them either. Well, but again, that's their first... That's they're they're ready for anything anymore because they it's an automatic fight or something with everybody. So maybe I'll give them that well, benefit sure of that. Have, but Del, sure. you got a unique feeling this morning of how a lot of Americans get treated every day. Well, Miss York, I'll grant you that. In small cities, I'll, I'll grant. This, this is a way of life for most of us. I look like me. Miss York, I, I, I'm I'm not going to argue with you. We've all had an we've all been there at some point. Okay. All right, let's take a break and come back. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Ram owners know tough, and they know what they want. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us to have a huge inventory. Call or stop by to talk to one of our Jeep or Ram product specialists, and we will help you build your dream ride. You can count on us. Choose a 1500, 2500, or 3500. Pick the power, options, even the color you want. Buy online and save time with our online shopping tool. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. Online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Let's talk custom design jewelry. Did you know Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia creates custom design jewelry and has been for over 30 years? From one-of-a-kind engagement rings to wedding bands and so much more. We want each piece to be as unique as you are and create a family heirloom for tomorrow. Call today and make an appointment with one of our designers. And just for calling, you will receive a free 30-minute consultation. Tillis Jewelry, creating custom jewelry proudly in Tennessee. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 6 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 931-388-8452 or visit us online at beckdentalcare.com. We are the NFHS. That stands for the National Federation of State High School Associations. But really, what we stand for, together with the TSSAA, are the 109,000 high school sports students in Tennessee. And so we stand. We stand for the runners, soccer, and basketball players. We stand for their coaches, administrators, and officials. We stand for the swimmers, football players, and wrestlers. We stand for the golfers, softball, and volleyball players. We stand as the national leader and advocate for high school athletics and all who participate in them and make them possible. Because it is our purpose to ensure that high school students get to play, perform, and compete together. To learn more about who we are and what we stand for, visit nfhs.org. 
Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Celebrate back-to-school season with Hiller. This month only, get free backyard upgrades when you replace essential home systems, like a free Traeger grill with a new whole home generator, or a free Yeti cooler with a new tankless water heater. And Hiller's keeping you cool for back-to-school with zero interest financing for up to 12 months on select new HVAC systems. Visit happyhiller.com, happy you'll be, or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound up, watch our bandit run. Alright, we're back. Three dudes with a view. I'm t- Free. I'm not in prison. I haven't been arrested. Your inmate uh, number. Yeah, my truck's been moved. Uh, I'm Del Kennedy, dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? I'm doing well, Del. Just went and made sure my car was parked properly. <laughs> and it seems to be. But yeah, uh, doing well. Doing well. Good, Good deal. And dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Del. I hope you fare out. Were you parked improperly or you were parked properly? Well, I, he rolled up like a boss on top of the sidewalk. I, I don't really. I mean, they they said it. I mean, what, what I do, Miss York, is I you know put two wheels up on the sidewalk, or I won't be doing it anymore, and park on the other side of Walker Street, uh, yeah. which is and very narrow. And with like park, said, cars. I'm I'm a little I'm a little. My other choice is to park on down where I have to walk uphill up Walker Street. I'm, I'm a little older than I used to be, and uh, I don't really like taking that uphill walk too much. So I've usually they didn't like the two wheels on the side sidewalk, right? Yeah, I think that's it. I, yeah. Best I can tell. Well, there's some nice parallel parking right right out front, right People there. People are complaining probably in that area that you're on their grass. No, I'm not on grass. Uh, it's just cement. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I'm not on any of it anymore. But uh, uh, wise move. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got no desire to make a contest out of this. Just, just uh, be a law-abiding citizen. <laughs> oh yeah. The, uh, we all fall short of the glory of God, Dale. There we go. Debbie Matthews, regular special guest. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. And Chris, Chris Chumley, regular special guest, dude. How you doing, man? Good morning, everybody. All right. I think I think it's just the uh, I think it's just their their attitude and um, the way they presented themselves is what was the most disappointing thing i guess you could say i think again they're well, just on auto that somebody's gonna be belligerent just listen to all this stuff. i'm getting well, from Drake well, here. well clayton you know they don't beat all the exercise you could get police you know all you clunges to have to follow the law delk and trump above the law delk threatened the popo yeah if your last name was pelosi you would have been you know, here we go been. drake says white privilege okay <laughs> Pelosi's <laughs> husband is serving time. He's serving time. Uh, well, he almost killed somebody. Yeah, but he's getting penalized for what he did. 
Oh, they made a plea deal. He didn't have to serve oh, any time. No, no he did not. That's part of the legal No, that is not. Oh, my gosh. If it had been you or me, Jim, if it had been you or me, we would have been under the jail weeks ago. We would have never well, been released. He, he went through the process. <clears throat> Let's say it that way. He's gone through the system. Yeah, I don't want Pelosi to ever say, he's no not, one's above the law. No one's above the, the law system. except my husband and myself. So, he's yeah, not evading the system. I'll, you know, that, that, do you know who I'm I sort of amused? So, I mean, in you some should've, ways, you should have said what he you said. You know, the white, the white privilege thing, um, and and of course, you know, that's right here in, in this part of town. Yeah, I guess I am white. You know, you if the speed limit's 15 miles an hour, you go 15 miles an hour, and you stay in your lane. Whatever, we're we're rule followers. But uh, you go over there on East Hill, and Miss York, you know, put the shoe on the other foot. I mean, there's no such thing as as illegal parking on East Hill. I mean, you got cars parked in yards, you got cars parked in the street, you got burned out cars on dead end roads. You know, I mean, there's there's absolutely no such thing as illegal parking. Well, that's why I think in, somebody called in the predominantly in. black black neighborhoods. Uh, but, the, but somebody must have called. Well, I think that's somebody what I said called. Up front. I think somebody you know, called. Nobody's calling East Hill. Drake probably about called. Grass being on the sidewalk. <laughs> Drake probably called it in. I mean, in, in the <clears throat> they, they they said you broke the law. Well, it's terrible. I guess I did. I, <laughs> I, th- I, 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 th- I think it, I think it's Trump's fault. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, it's Trump's it's, it's fault. It's kind of what Ron was talking about. Everybody commits a felony every now and then. Three felonies a day. Didn't they say that in his last column? You you just committed one. Parking on the sidewalk. Oh yeah. You should have okay. spun around that chair and said, "Do you know who I am?" But you didn't. Yeah, you, you no. didn't. But you should you have. Said, you know no. That's what Paul Kennedy? Pelosi did. Do you no. know who I am? Don't you know no. who I am? And her husband still went through the process. Uh, no, no, I mean, Clayton, you were out there, despite the fact mm-hmm. that that police officer was being a jackass. I've treated him quite respectfully. Yeah, yeah. you're you're nice. All the, I mean, again, as you should be. That's that's the. Is uniform. there nothing else better going on out there? I mean, there's people flying up and down in front of Line Parkway, in front of the high school and the elementary school, and up Hampshire Pike, and. Um, well, it could be out there directing traffic at Tom Hitch and Maple Island. Yeah. Um, must but, it must be a Delk, slow day. Never, slow day. I know you're a little senior, Delk, but I've never seen you move so fast. <laughs> I say you're a little senior, Delk, but I've never well, seen I, you I move so fast. You were not quite as fast senior, as Drake with the if taco I'm a, truck. If I'm a little senior, you're more senior, Miss <laughs> York. And, you know, I, I've got no – I don't – you know, I don't want to – you know, if, if if the police officer says my truck's in the wrong place, you know, it's in the wrong place. Yes, it is. And, yes, that's uh, right. And so that's the end of that. And I, I've got... Well, well and, you know, a lot of folks and, got and shot. Two wrongs, two, two wrongs don't make a right, despite... Enough. Clayton came out just to make sure I was okay, I guess. Yeah, because I can kind of tell it was a little... Um, Needed a witness. They wanted to check his truck, too. I did, well, just the way the officer presented himself out here, I thought, yeah, that guy seems like a jerk, so I'm just going to make sure that nothing... And then I go out there, and there's two, because apparently parking on a curb requires two officers. <laughs> two patrol cars. Uh, yeah, so... Um, and neither one of them were very friendly at all. Well, so, the, the supervisor was a little more... But he was still just... L- he lucky, was still, well, let's, lucky he let's, didn't have I the mean, squad squad. But that's the way I... I mean, I was polite to... Uh, both officers and polite to the supervisor and uh 
Uh, no, I wasn't about to say, you know, guess well, who I am. I, I want to give them a little bit of grace again. Um, and, and they the, could have just left a horrific the supervisor, scene. to his credit, did show some restraint, I think, but um, he was not polite at all. No. Um, well, they could have just left a horrific scene. It could have they been have no, We have no idea what they just dealt with 30 minutes right. before. So, well, you know, I, said, I've got no desire to make a contest out of it, uh, but um, it just... You know, the, those community relations, it, you know, uh, it doesn't matter what kind of public service you're in, whether you're a school teacher or a public school teacher, or a firefighter, a policeman, you know, those uh, just basic respect. And, Mr. York, you know, I, I know what you're saying, you know, basic, just basic respect to people uh, will take you a long, long way. And, uh, um, that that did not happen this morning uh, at all. So uh, to us, upstanding citizen in Murray County. No, I mean some some poor black person, Miss York. I get it. Some poor black person over there on East Ninth Street. They get treated like that. Can they get on the radio station and talk about it? No. Do they have Chief Alsop's phone number? No. 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 And, uh, and so that's that's they a just huge roll the dice and hope it doesn't come up snake eye. Yeah, that's a huge difference. I get it. Um, I will tell you a story though about you know police misconduct. <laughs> the, uh, this is a long story, but it's a good one, and, and I think folks are going to love hearing it about you know uh, under the category of uh, police officers who are. Uh, probably got no business in the business. Uh, Larry Moon and I used to always, we drove back and forth to Nashville. We were assistant United States attorneys. We worked for the Department of Justice, and we would join up together and ride in to Nashville. We both lived here in Columbia, and we would, uh, you know, we would commute together and, um, you know, leave a car somewhere in town and, and, and alternate. Some days my car, some days his car, you know. And so Larry and I were coming down 65 one night right there at Old Hickory, right there at Brentwood. And it was just about dark. I can't remember what time of year it was, but, you know, it was it was getting dark. And there was a state trooper right there up against the inside wall at Old Hickory, right before you get to the exit. And he was over there in the in the far left, you know, the margin of the road. And he was looking for people who were illegally in the hub lane. The HOV lane, yeah. Yeah, the HOV lane. And all of a sudden these – and, I mean, the traffic is wall-to-wall, you know, three, four lanes. I can't remember how many are in there. You know, going 75 miles an hour, you know, tip to toe, wall to wall. And all of a sudden he flicks on his blue lights and pulls over some lady who's in the hub lane. And she's the only one in the car. It's two or three hundred yards up ahead. And when he does that, I mean, it's it's almost dark. And all of a sudden these blue lights come on. And so people don't know what's going on and all of a sudden there's what squealing. in the world was that <laughs> that, was, that was a sneeze from james dick good lord all, all of a sudden there's all of a sudden there's like tires squealing <laughs> all, all of a sudden there's squealing tires burning rubber everything else i see a red truck back behind me who you know goes skidding across three lanes and how nobody got killed i don't know and 
so it it really makes and, and Larry and I are legal. We're going speed limit. We got the right number of people in the car. I got my insurance license. You know, absolutely legal. And uh, and I was just mad at that trooper for <laughs> you know and to protect and to serve. He you know almost got some people killed yes. over the hub line. Yeah. And so I reach out the left window and uh, give him the universal sign of disrespect, my middle finger. <laughs> and and I look back, Larry's over there asleep, and all of a sudden that trooper's running back toward his car. You know, he even left his hat in the road and uh, jumps in and comes after us. I said, Larry, wake up. We got trouble. <laughs> and uh Okay, I got two minutes. So he comes and pulls. He says, I'm taking you to jail. I'm taking you to jail. As we were both assistant United States attorneys, folks. And he, I, but I said, what for? And he goes, making an obscene gesture to law enforcement officer. I said, that, that's not illegal. And, <laughs> and uh, he said, I'm taking you to jail. I said, no. I said, that's not against the law. And, and yeah, I'm just sort of grinning at him. That's got him uh, unnerved, you know. And, uh, and then I go, I wish you'd show me a copy of that law. And he says, well, I've, I've got a copy of it in, the, in some notebook in the front. I, I, most of you don't know, years ago, the legislature passed a law against obscene bumper stickers, which was declared unconstitutional the next day. But it had nothing to do with hand gestures. It was just bumper stickers. And uh, and so, all right, I've got one minute. So he, he says, he, and he goes, what are you, some kind of GD lawyer? I said, yeah, I'm a lawyer. And... And and so he's about to open up the notebook and uh, and show me the copy of whatever law he thought there was. And, and he finally goes, um, uh, I want to know exactly what kind of lawyer you are. Well, th- th- he had said the golden words there. He said, I'm an assistant United States attorney. Of course, his jaw drops. He knows he's just lost his job. And I said, what about that other fellow? He said, he's an assistant United States attorney, too. I go, Larry, Larry, bring our credit. We put our badges on the hood, you know. And he's just slobbering and grubbing. And uh, and Larry, being how Larry was, gave him a one-hour lecture on... Um, you know, the First Amendment and free speech and that kind of thing. And I got back in the front seat and made some phone calls. We didn't call his captain. We figured if he hadn't learned his lesson, he was incorrigible. So there you go. Yeah, don't park on the grass when you go home today. Got it. It's my grass. I can park on it at home. <laughs> no, we might send the popo out. All right. Bye, See you Monday. All right, wait a minute, wait a minute. Tomorrow night, Clayton, what do we got? Tonight, Columbia Central. Uh,